welcome to Oklahoma Music Legends. I'm your host, Tommy Henshaw. This story is about two native Oklahomans who as children moved along with their family south across the Red River, eventually finding their way to music, each writing a Texas outlaw country anthem. Meet Ray Wiley Hubbard and Gary P. Nunn. Stand by for their story. We've done several stories about Oklahoma music legends who were born in Texas, but at some point came north across the Red River, making their way into Oklahoma and making their way into music. Gene Autry, Roger Miller, Ronnie Dunn, and Bob Wills quickly come to mind. These two music legends moved to Texas and made their way into music. I am struck by the similarities of these two Oklahomans. They grew up 122 miles away from each other. Neither of the families was aware of the other. Both sets of parents were teachers, and like many Oklahomans in education then and today, they left Oklahoma, migrate south to Texas for better pay and working situations. Both took similar music paths. Both would write and become famous for their very own Texas Outlaw Country hit songs. Both songs would be recorded by Jerry Jeff Walker on the same album. This album would become the cornerstone of the 70s contemporary Outlaw Country movement. This album would jumpstart both of their careers and help create their cult-like followings in Texas and beyond. Let's begin by talking about Ray Wiley Hubbard. Ray Wiley was born in the small town of Soper, Oklahoma, located just west of Hugo, Oklahoma, on November 13, 1945. Some 10 years later, his father, an educator, would load his family up, move south to Oak Cliff, Texas, taking the principal's job at Adamson High School. Adamson High also produced future stars, R.B. Greaves of Take a Letter Maria and Michael Martin Murphy. It was here he would learn to play the guitar and team up with Michael Martin Murphy. They formed a folk singing playing duo and played at the Rubiot Coffee House. It was at this coffee house where he would eventually meet up with a young struggling Jerry Jeff Walker. After high school he enrolled in the University of Texas at Arlington and later at North Texas State where he was an English major. During the summers he would move to Red River, New Mexico playing with a trio he called Three Faces West. Ray Waddy said he never intended to make music his career. He did it to earn money to pay for his college expenses and for fun. Shortly after college his direction would turn to music. He assembled several folk groups, three Faces West, The Coachman, and Texas Fever, Hubbard would travel from New York City to San Francisco, playing his style of folk music and writing songs. Later, he would return to Red River, New Mexico, and open his own club, The Outpost. It was in Red River where he would write what would become perhaps his most famous song. It was also here where he renewed his friendship with Jerry Jeff Walker. He would continue to play folk music and festivals throughout the late 60s and into the 70s. He played at the first Kerrville Folk Festival Festival and the prestigious Napa Valley Festivals, Mariposa, Newport, and also in Philadelphia. In the early 70s, Hubbard returned to the Dallas area, spending his time writing and performing with Jerry Jeff Walker. In August of 1973, Walker would record his album, Viva Terralinga, in the Lukenbach, Texas Dance Hall. About this same time, Hubbard formed a backup band, which would be known as Cowboy Twinkies. They were called the world's first cow punk band. The band would include Oklahoma and 
Terry Buffalo Ware, who would go on to play with Hubbard off and on for over 17 years. In 1985, Hubbard would leave the music scene behind after struggling for several years. His mix of country folk and blues found him struggling with personal problems and struggling to find an audience. It would be until 1992 until he recorded his next album. This album, Last Train of Thought, followed by local gringos, Lament, would help him find his loyal following again. Ray Wiley continues to record and tour today. To date, he's recorded over 17 albums. My personal favorite is his 2003 album called Growl. To me, it's like a swampy country blues style, and I love the use of the dobro. Gary P. Nunn was born in Okmulgee, Oklahoma on December 4th, 1945, which is a town about 50 miles south of Tulsa. His parents, William and Flossie Nunn, were both educators who were employed by the public school system in the small rural community of Erum, Oklahoma. Gary had a large contingent of family in the Mulgee and Hannah, Oklahoma area back in the day and may still have today. If I can take just a little personal license, Gary P.'s uncle John Nunn was married to my future mother-in-law back in the day. Together they had a daughter who would become my sister-in-law. They would divorce and his uncle John Nunn would go off to Europe during World War II. Linda, who would later become my sister-in-law, would often talk about her famous cousin, Gary P. Nunn. It's really a small world, at least it is around here in Oklahoma. The family would migrate 485 miles southwest, just west of Lubbock, to the small town of Brownfield, Texas, for better paying teaching positions and living conditions for the entire family. This was 1957. Gary was excited to leave the small one-room schoolhouses behind and go into a junior high school in Texas, where each class had its own room and a separate teacher for the subject. Gary enrolled in the band class where he was issued a trumpet from the school stock. He was moved from playing the trumpet to baritone horn, reason given his lips were too large to play the trumpet. This would begin his formal music education. When Gary advanced to the eighth grade, he learned that a classmate's dad had bought him a guitar. Even though Gary didn't know the student who had gotten the new guitar, he marched over to his house, knocked on the door, asked to see him, and then he wanted to see that brand new guitar. Gary was hooked. They gathered together a garage band playing for local dances as did winning local talent shows which got the little group more gigs. He graduated from Brownfield High School where he was both an honor student and an athlete. He completed courses at Texas Tech University and South Plains College. In 1968 he transferred to the University of Texas in Austin to pursue a pharmacy degree. In Austin he joined in the growing outlaw country scene that was just beginning to take shape. In the early 70s Gary P was playing bass guitar for for Willie Nelson, Michael Martin Murphy, and Jerry Jeff Walker. In 1973, Gary P. was heading up the band that was the backup band for Walker, the Los Gonzo Band. On August 18, 1973, a live Walker recording session at the Lukenbach Dance Hall in Lukenbach, Texas, for his album, Viva Terralinga, would change the life courses of Gary P. Nunn and Ray Wiley Hubbard. On that night, Walker chided Nunn to move to the microphone and sing his song, London Homesick Blues, also known as 
home with the armadillo. This very successful hit song is and has remained the opening theme for Austin City Limits and can still be heard on the radio today. This song launched Nunn's solo career. Nunn has won countless Texas music awards. Willie Nelson chose to record a Nunn song, The Last Thing I Needed, First Thing This Morning. Also on this album, Jerry Jeff Walker sang and recorded Ray Wally Hubbard's song, Up Against the Wall, Redneck Mother. This song was also a giant hit and still a favorite on Progressive, Country Radio, and in Texas bars. Both songs remain today notable Texas anthems. The songs brought Hubbard and Nunn immediate credibility and cult-like followings. By the way, the album Viva Terralinga was a monster success and is said to have been the beginning of Outlaw Country. When you hear Gary P. sing about wanting to go home with the armadillo, he's not singing about the moving speed bumps you can see on any Texas or Oklahoma highway on a dark summer night. He's singing about the Armadillo Club, where he and others like to perform in Austin. Both Hubbard and Nunn are still recording, performing, writing, and singing songs about anything Texas. They have both successfully turned being Texan into a cottage industry. Now keep in mind, no matter how many times these legendary performers sing about the big cow pastures, oil fields, pretty girls, armadillos, good country music, and long neck warehouses, you now know these good old boys are native Oklahomans. Both Hubbard and Nunn have penned autobiographies. Check them out. You've been listening to Oklahoma Music Legends. Please share us with your friends. Let them know we can be heard on iTunes, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, Google Music Play, and directly from our website, oklahomamusiclegends.com. We're also available on our Oklahoma Music Legends YouTube channel. Be sure to like, join, and share our Oklahoma Music Legends Facebook page. For Oklahoma Music Legends, I'm Tommy Henshaw. Hey, thanks for listening.